I want to thank all of our listeners for several years of dedicated and loyal listening throughout the Halo Talks 400 podcast completed to date. We're going to 1,000 by 2024. If you're so inclined, we'd love to have you go to iTunes for us, fill out a review so we can keep this podcast rolling globally. We are now on Chartable's top lists and moving up the charts. Also, if you want to educate yourself in the new year, please go to thehaloacademy.com. Take a look at what we've done with 150 executives in the Halo sector to get them smarter, get them prepared for capital raises, and also more winning. Thanks. Have a great season. Let's go. This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks NYC. I have the pleasure of having my newfound breathwork friend, Francesca, coming in from San Diego. We are going to talk about changing the way people use their breath to achieve amazing results. We're going to talk about mastery and how her app and her trainers and her vision are now turning into a big company. So, Francesca, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. Awesome. So we met through my old high school friend. Uh, and, uh, that's always a nice, uh, little throwback for me. And, um, you know, I get, get a lot of introductions that I would have to say in 2022, this is probably the most powerful one that I've been able to have, uh, an introduction to. So I'm really excited to, uh, share what you've been doing and the growth that you have over the last six months since we originally met and how the breath work has really taken a lot of traction, not only on the corporate side, but just, you know, as a modality as well. So why don't you talk about your story? how it's changed your life and uh, how you're solving a lot of frustrations. Yeah, thank you so much for that intro. So my background is actually in advertising and marketing. And after a 10-year career in Manhattan on working on some big global brands, I just experienced that burnout that I think a lot of people can relate to. When you're in a career that maybe gives you that status and significance, but not necessarily the fulfillment and the meaning. So I found myself on a bit of a quest, sort of experimenting with different modalities and really understanding what would bring me connection, what would bring me more joy, more meaning. And that's when I discovered this really powerful methodology called breathwork. And breathwork is an experiential therapy. There's many different forms of it. The type that we teach is really to break psychological patterns. It's really to release subconscious blocks. And we also throw in hypnosis so that you can reprogram those limiting beliefs in real time. So it's a hyper efficient modality. I know you've experienced it for your yourself. I did. It was life changing. <laughs> anyone who knows me knows that I spent uh, uh, time on your uh, apartment floor and it uh, it definitely <laughs> hit me and I was able to get some of the things that were deep, deep inside uh, breathed yeah. out of me. So um, I, I feel like, uh, you know, I'm definitely a good uh, social marketing influencer, you know, <laughs> firsthand. Um, you know, look, over time, breath work has always been you know, a little bit esoteric, you know, saying like, you know, people have always thought about it as, you know, the equivalent of like Eastern medicine, if you will, like, yeah. Hey, this kind of, you know, it sounds like it could work, but I'm not really sure what the results are. Is this really, you know, empirical? And obviously it was proven to me very similar to like the first time I did acupuncture, you know, I used to kind of poo poo it and say like, Oh, there's no way a needle going into my body at this certain area yeah. is actually going to relieve my uh, stretch in my shoulder. And then I did it and I'm like, oh, well, you know, maybe I should shut up and actually try it first and see what yeah. the results are. So, you know, what are some of the, uh, you know, obstacles you've faced and, and, you know, what has been kind of the, um, you know, resounding response after people have tried this either as a group or individually? 
Yeah, I think the normal first kind of reaction is skepticism. I think that's normal for anything. And maybe there's an association with it being too spiritual of a practice. But what we found is that upon the first time somebody tries it, because breathwork is so active and it's so physical and it's so intense, they know that something's happening right away and it creates a lot of intrigue and a lot, a lot of curiosity versus a meditation that might be take a lot longer for them to kind of experience that that stillness or that drop. So, you know, first it's skepticism. And then the, the most common, most popular thing we hear after a session was, damn, that was like two years of psychotherapy within one session, which is really a powerful, efficient and effective results that I think keep people coming back for more. So, you know, it, it starts out with um, first movers in every industry. You've kind of crossed the chasm, I think, pretty quickly uh, with some of these corporations that have gone on board with this. And, you know, their employees obviously rave about it. So maybe talk about some of the, you know, events that have taken place with names that are here people are going to recognize, yeah. you know, to show that this isn't, you know, a couple of yoga studios or a hot yoga or, you know, this small group in some, you know, third world country that did this as a, you know, uh, a retreat. Yeah. I mean, we're talking to Deloitte and Google, which are probably two of the biggest enterprise clients that you could be in communication with at this stage. So what we sort of discovered is, you know, this practice done consistently will give you extremely heightened mental clarity. You will access expansive parts of your brain that make your thinking more creative and make you more collaborative that also tap into a more empathetic and compassionate state, which I think is really important for leaders. And so these companies are really interested in, A, giving their employees a way to release a lot of the anxiety, a lot of the overwhelm, the burnout, and especially with the transition that came post-pandemic of people figuring out how to balance their lives and work from home or coming back into the office, and then really more effectively be able to work together and find synergies across different departments and just access flow state. That's awesome. So from a standpoint of when you started doing this and you've made some tweaks to, you know, maybe what was the, you know, the more empirical way to do breath work, you've obviously got music, you've got um, you know, people in certain positions, you've got blankets, you've got yoga mats, you know, what, what was the day when you said, okay, I got something here and I've kind of created something that I know is unique that should become a company. Yeah, that's a great question. It, it was actually one day in my apartment as I went through a massive ego death to realize that this is going to be the new path and I'm going to give up my director level titles to become a breathwork coach. And I made this war room of all the benefits, the physiology, the psychology, the spirituality, how I could message it, who I wanted to partner with, how I wanted to really brand myself. And I had all of these things up on the wall and I went into my own breath journey to binaural beats, which were activating different states of my brain. And all these ideas started coming together. And it was like, this is how you monetize, this is how you scale, this is who you reach out to. And as I executed on that, I was able to monetize my personal coaching business to half a million dollars in under two years. And I realized, okay, there is a modern way to really communicate this work and take it to corporations, to take it to sports teams, to take it to artists and athletes and help them optimize their performance. And that's how Mastery was born. That's awesome. So, you know, when you first started going out to investors and I've, obviously every business starts with, you know, you go to your friends and family and that's why they call it a friends and family round. Um, you know, what are some of the milestones that, yeah, and, and you've listed some of them already, but you know, when you get Deloitte in and you get Google and you get some, you know, NFL teams, you know, that kind of already creates a level of validation. You know, one of the questions that I think investors would ask you is to say, okay, 
how much of this is like a bucket list item? Like, Hey, I did this once, you know, like a Wim Hof method, you know, I've been to one of those or, you know, something that, that someone says, Oh, check this off that I've done it versus, Hey, this is actually part of my routine. This is a lifestyle. Okay. And this isn't something that is negotiable. It's actually part of who, of what optimizes me, you know, on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. So how do you kind of tie together or thread together? Here's kind of where this is at. And, you know, as an example, you know, we've invested in a company that does infrared technology four years ago. People like, hey, what's infrared? Now everybody knows mm-hmm. what's infrared. So uh, where is breath work and where is mastery? Yeah. So if think about it like working out, you know, you wouldn't go to the gym or to a fitness class one time and expect to be jacked. You wouldn't do breath work one time and expect to be emotionally resilient. So this is something that should be a part of your daily routine. This should be a morning practice because we have decades of conditioning, decades of conditioning, childhood trauma, social programming, all the things that trigger us, that make us defensive, our different coping mechanisms and strategies. And this is a practice that really resets you for the day. It clears you and it allows you to connect to the highest vision, how you want to show up and take action from that place. So I even do, you know, obviously I do breath work every single morning, but even by 3 p.m. I can see myself getting a little testy. I can see, you know, some of the old patterns coming back out. And I'm like, I think I need another reset again in the middle of the day. But I always tell people, you know, if you want to be the highest version of yourself, if you want to tap into your highest state, you want to connect to that vision, dissolve the fear, the doubt, all the things that come up on a daily basis, then you need to do this practice daily. That's great. So, you know, as you take a look at, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, the, the growth of boutique fitness, uh, as an example, um, do you see breath work as being potentially a bricks and mortar destination? Do you think it could basically be plugged into every health club? you know, on their group exercise schedule. Um, obviously on the corporate side, it seems like it's becoming, you know, much more, um, much more demand from employees as well as, you know, uh, employers feel like, Hey, you know, there's really nothing physically that would create an obstacle to me bringing you in. Uh, I basically just need a conference room, right. And, And some mats and, you know, and you can bring your beatbox with you. Um, so, so what are, what are some, are there obstacles or do you think, you know, the pathway is kind of clear now and it's obvious? The obstacles are just really changing consumer behavior and showing the value of this. And that honestly just needs to be experienced. You know, like you and I could have had this conversation. I would have been like, Pete, your mental clarity, your creativity, your compassion, your empathy, all these things will be accelerating. You'd be like, cool. But when you actually felt it and you experienced it, you were like, damn, I can really shift and I can see how powerful this work is. So that's really more of the obstacle for us. But there's very low overhead costs. It's you lay down blindfold in your breath. And obviously we have the tech to make this very scalable, to make this extremely accessible so people can go on our app, pick whatever topic that they need on any given day and just lay down and breathe. So we make it extremely easy for companies to bring this in, for sports teams to bring this in, and then just for individual consumers to do this on, again, a daily basis. So are you seeing that the... You know, the virtual, I think, in the in the fitness industry is mostly where we kind of, you know, spend most of our time, at least over the last, you know, 10 years, the the digital kind of became somewhat of a substitute because of COVID, uh, yeah. where now it's kind of a, a, an ancillary way to, to interact with a studio or interact with, with an instructor and still, you know, manage your time. Do you feel that the digital experience, if someone's done it properly, you know, is equal to, you know, a live event or do you think it's, you know, potentially like a hybrid is, is kind of how you should view it? 
Yeah, I, I think that's a, actually a really great question. And I think it's a bit of a journey. I feel like your first entry point with breathwork should be done either live or in community so that you actually get it, so that you feel supported, you feel safe. And then what we want to do is move you into being able to do the recorded guided sessions on your own at your pace, in your own home, where you feel comfortable at the time you know that you feel is most optimal. But we like to mix it up. When you're going through something really intense in your life, you probably want a coach to be there. If you're seeking community, you probably want to breathe within a group that has a topic or a theme that everyone can kind of rally behind. But then for your day-to-day, you have a very accessible piece of tech that you can just drop into. That's great. So, you know, you've purposely name the company mastery you could tell us where that name came from (laughs) but it's also purposely not you know your first or your last name um and i think when people build a business you know it's not just about them even though you're the visionary and you're the executor and you're the ceo and you basically wear a lot of different hats so talk about how many instructors you've trained how that kind of becomes a scalable business and allay some of the concerns of saying like hey i need key woman insurance on Francesca, you know, and I got to make sure that, you know, she's around full time because a lot of business is, you know, early stage, you're investing just in the founder and you've kind of, I believe, you know, taken that, that question out of the equation because of the, the, the trainers that you've trained similar to like a yoga, you know, Mm -hmm. platform where it's not based on just that person that started it, you know, core power yoga is not contingent upon any one instructor anymore. Yeah. I really never wanted this to be about me. You know, I think right now I, I obviously need to lead it and I kind of show people the vision and the passion, but my coaches are extraordinary. We have 80 coaches now globally around the world and they're only growing and they are so powerful. They have pure intentions. They know the craft. They know the style. They know the journeys, the cues to take people on. So we really figured out how to scale this to the masses. And then obviously the recorded sessions are something that are extremely scalable as well. So we kind of pick and choose, you know, people who have ex-corporate experience or maybe they've been in real estate or maybe they used to work in finance. Those are the ones that we put into the relevant industries when they're doing those corporate sessions. And then same thing for our live events, like different people resonate with different demographics. I have a breathwork coach who's also doubles as a football coach. I want to throw him into all the NFL experiences. He's more powerful than I am in that space. So that's definitely a way for us to really lean into their skills, their past experiences, and really grow this business forward. That's great. So, you know, what is, you know, would you say like, well, give us a background on mastery. Um, I I think I know the answer, but why don't you articulate kind of where that word came from? And thanks for the sweatshirt, by the way. (laughs) You're so, (laughs) you're so welcome. So mastery is about self-mastery. It's about mastering your mindset. And the inspiration for the name was from Robert Greene's book. It's one of my favorite books in the world. It's about excellence. It's about greatness. And one of my favorite things that he says is that everyone is a creative being. And when we can learn to combine creative skills in unique ways, that's truly the way forward. And mastery allows you to tap into these access, these altered states of consciousness, expand different areas of your brain. And when you make those new connections, it's an anomaly. It's unique. It's nuanced. It's true innovation. And that's what we really want to give people the power to do is master your state and really, really, truly connect to your purpose. That's great. That's great. You know, so as, as you take a look at companies that are bringing you on, um, yeah. obviously in any kind of pilot scenario, you know, you're going to get, you know, it's going to be, Hey, come in for one event. Let's not make any long-term agreements. But I think more and more companies are really akin to, to providing 
whether it's fitness, whether it's massage, whether it's breath work, you know, it's not, it's no longer a question of, Hey, what are, what's my corporate responsibility? Um, and in the book that, that we put out, you know, we'd say, you know, treat your employees like professional athletes and professional mm -hmm. athletes basically have every service, every therapy, you know, at, at their fingertips as they should to optimize, you know, what they do on the field. So do you envision mastery in the future as having multi-year agreements? Do you be, you know, could you be part of, um, you know, a long-term plan where someone's yeah. providing corporate wellness solutions and you're kind of the exclusive for that? How, how does the business model play out in your mind? Yeah, the business model is bringing us on for six to one year contracts to start. And those are weekly sessions with a live coach and then also subscriptions for their teams to stay clear during the day, um, every day that we're not there to personally guide them. And I'll just give you an example. You know, when we went into Deloitte, it was 300 employees. I asked them how they were feeling, drop it into the chat box to start. And the chat box went off, stressed, burnt out, overwhelmed, tired, exhausted. And within 22 minutes, when I said, how do you feel post-breathwork, put it into the chat, it was rejuvenated, inspired, motivated. And then when I said, what's your clear next action step in your workday today? It was boom, time block, put airplane mode on, go talk to my boss, create the meeting, do the brainstorm. I mean, they had complete clarity. And afterwards, they were putting into the chat box, can we please do this every week? Can you come back? So that already showed that, you know, how powerful this was after one session. They want us to come back and do it consistently. And then for, you know, I was just in Park City with Athletic Brewing for their leadership offsite, and it was 10 members of their executive team moving through their biggest blocks in their leadership and coming into a unified vision and mission. And every single one of them had breakthroughs. They had massive insights. Some of them were from way back, you know, that they didn't even realize were, what, were the root of their issues in, you know, their management styles. And then they all rallied around a common goal and they said that they felt confident in the vision of where they were going and to yeah. feel that internal confidence. And I watched the CEO, I watched the founders listen to this feedback from their team. And it was just a really special, beautiful moment to be a part of them really up-leveling together. Mm -hmm. How important do you think it was or is that you were in corporate America you knew what, you know, the stresses were. And so when you go into a room or when I was laying on your, your floor um, <laughs> and you were asking me the questions you were asking me, I felt like it came from a perspective that you kind of knew, you know, or you kind of qualified, okay, I kind of know what, what stress these people are under. I kind of know what pressure they have of, of producing results or yeah, I could already tell that, that this team is kind of they might be a team on paper, but they're not a team physically. Mm. Like I can just, you know, feel the room. So yeah. what are some of the things that you bring and that your AD instructors bring that might not just be, hey, I'm coming here to teach a class, which yeah. I would argue is most of the fitness industry versus saying like, I'm actually coming in here with a much deeper and profound approach to understanding the energy, yeah. the psychology. You know, talk a little bit about that because I think that's really important of, of where you came from and why you're here. Yeah. I mean, truly the difference is experience, right? And it's experience from a lot of different things. So even when I went on sort of a spiritual sabbatical to discover breathwork and hypnotherapy and all the things, I must have read 70 or 80 books on psychology and spirituality and business to truly understand the mindsets and the patterns that would go on behind each of these behaviors. So when someone tells me, you know, I lack empathy. I'm like, okay, like, let's go back and see if there was a narcissistic parent there or what's going on to get to, right. the, to get to the source of this behavior and how can we start to reprogram it? Um, and then honestly, just experience of doing sessions. When COVID hit, I took my business virtual 
And I would use the chat box to ask people, what's your intention? What came up in your session? What were the colors you saw? What was the action steps? And I would take all of that information and log it into Excel sheets and trap behavior patterns and understand what songs evoked what emotion and what state I could get people in for what cues. And then took all of that information and trained my coaches and trained my coaches and told them to start practicing. And most importantly, do your own sessions. Because when you're triggered, I'm defensive all the time. <laughs> and then I go into buffer. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> all the time. Um, you know, and especially with our our mutual friend who introduced us, he's he's been known to to trigger me a few times. And when I go into breathwork and I get to the root of my disdain for authority or whatever those things that come up for me, then I can say, okay, now I have some intel. Now I have some data about what's really behind other people's emotions and their anger and their fear and their doubt um, because I've been through it myself. <laughs> Do you feel like all that data is something that you end up sharing with, with a prospective or a current client? Um, you know, I think that I've I've learned now because I was really bad at unsolicited advice. I think I've learned now that when I can see the behavior or my intuition is kind of guiding me on what the root is, I just know the right questions to ask. And I can say yeah. it in a gentle enough way that, you know, they they feel like they're more or less coming up with the answer themselves. You know, and the reason why I bring that up is we work with a number of clients in the I'll call it the corporate wellness, even though I like, I don't like the word wellness, but the corporate wellness space. And what they end up asking at the client level is, okay, I'm paying X amount per month per employee, but what, what's what, what results are they getting or how many classes have they done or how many hours have they put in? And typically those numbers are very low, uh, from, from the percentage of the population, as well as like the percentage of the population that's eligible, that actually is like a super user. And I feel like the data that you are could potentially provide back, not just qu qualitative data, but actually, you know, quantitative and say, look, here's what people came in at and maybe, yeah. you know, have an odometer, um, you know, that that's very powerful. Um, and so I, I would just throw that out there, you know, for, for you to think about, uh, because I do think, you know, data kind of sells the repetition and longer term contracts because they actually see, you know, actually the, the qual quantitative results. We actually have something like that currently. So there's a feature on our app that when you, as soon as you come onto the experience, it says, how are you feeling today? And you rate on a scale of one to 10. Then it recommends a session based on whatever your intention is. And when you come out of it, we then ask you one more time, how are you feeling now? And what we've seen is people have a 72% increase in their mood from start to finish of just a 20 minute experience, which is really profound. That's, that's great. Um, and then my last question is, and I don't want you to give me like the pricing scales, but what you're doing, and I had this conversation with someone else that does some work more on, uh, on changing people's food habits and, and curing, you know, what used to be a chronic disease with, you know, changes in lifestyle. How do you think about changing someone's life and then doing that on a daily or weekly basis and saying, what's, how do I price that? How do you think about that? Yeah, well, I mean, I think what we, our philosophy is sort of to mix strategy with intuition at every facet of what we do. So obviously we do our market research and we understand how other people are pricing themselves, but we know what we do is much deeper and much more profound than what's out mm -hmm. there. I mean, we're literally curing, cure employees, imposter syndrome and their doubts and their fears at, at the deepest subconscious level. So for us, the, the price range that, you know, and, and it's obviously it's tiered by how many employees and what level of a coach that you get, but it's more in the 50K to a quarter million dollar range. 
That's great. So you're out there with the cap raise right now. Um, we'll have all in the show notes, uh, how to get in touch with you. Love what you're doing. Want to make some more introductions. And then, uh, as this continues to scale, we'd like to make sure that all the clients that we have, and if you're a health club listening to this, or if you're a studio, or if you're an organization, uh, you want to optimize your team, you know, now's the time to get on board. That's right. Thanks, Pete. I appreciate you. Awesome. Good to see you and have a good uh, holiday and look forward to uh, working with you in the future. Thank you. You too.